0: we mm-hmm. you engine, engine, number nine on the
1: million. <laughs> who makes that? Who um, I- I'll Pick send my- it to you. I think it, I-, I think it was DJ Premier. If my train falls
0: off the set. So- Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick <laughs> it up. Ooh. So for, oh, for, for, anyone, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> for anyone who was live, um, we had a little DJ mix before we started. But yeah. I think we may incorporate that a little bit more before the shows and stuff. So-
2: Hashtag still... Hashtag better than anything Funk Flex do.
1: Wow! <laughs> if I would have put a Funk Flex mix on here, we would have heard bombs for five minutes.
2: Yeah, exactly. Great. <laughs> straight, straight
1: bombs, just five minutes. So, again, I'm your boy Big Baby, aka the soul of R&B. And to my right, we have our champion, our reigning, defending, undisputed pick five. You couldn't wait, world. Can champion just the queen
2: win. well let me tell you something big baby <laughs>
1: the head the, the, the head of the the current head of the your sports show table
2: as turn queen, as tony chimble would say and no shut up pete shut
3: up, <laughs> shut up well, let always. me tell
2: you something brother
3: for to have my back it's trivia stuff no,
2: well man. let me tell you something mean gene
1: uh, I ain't going to say that, but Pete could probably say it. Bienvenidos <laughs> a
2: otro
0: episodio de, de yeah. Your Sports Show. You. You. El Zabato de Your Sports Show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a diminimum. It's a diminimum Saturday. Your, Your Sports Show is on Telemundo, y'all. Yeah. Good job, man. Bienvenidos a otro episodio de
1: Your Sports
2: Show. Yo soy...
3: You're the worst wrong speaking Spanish person I've <laughs> ever in my life.
2: <laughs> oh, so See, you know how speak Spanish? He's better. I'm, well, I okay, uh, I don't speak Spanish as well as I should, but I do speak Spanish. <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican, Cuban, and Italian. I should know how to speak something.
3: Yeah, you're Italian, that's why you brought up a Jack Tunney and, and, and Gorilla soon question, right? That's what we got. Yeah. I'm so like two percent.
2: I'm like 90 I'm like ninety something percent Puerto Rican. My mother's father is Cuban, so I do have a Cuban in my in my blood. But like ninety percent of who I am is Puerto Rican, which makes me, you know, which makes me what I, I I am.
3: He was real Castro when that lasts after the year. You know that, right?
2: Listen, listen. I'm just, I'm just a young, I'm just a young light skinned black man in America. I ain't do nothing. Um. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: I, uh, hope you, I hope it's you it's mess it's up it's your hand playing handball. I really do.
2: Listen, I don't play it's it's handball. I love handball, handball. But the amount of time... He's from the Bronx.
3: Of course he knows how to play handball. The
2: amount of time... Because see, I'm, I'm somebody... When I, when I used to play it's handball... I love handball. Yo, know, when I used to play handball, and my mother's hey, the same way. Handball, That's my, where the most homicides
3: happen on the handball my
2: mother, My mother suffered from asthma. But the one place where my mother never had an asthma attack when she was on a handball court, right? I love uh, handball. But my mother, I get it from my mother. Um, I, we would always go after everything. So even those handballs that would be right next to the ground, we would scrape our whole knuckles and hands Ladies. trying to save that handball. I remember one time my mother ripped a nail off of her finger trying to get trying to get at a handball. So handball get extreme when you when you play with, when you play with Puerto Ricans. Exactly
3: the most homicides by knife.
2: You
0: know, ooh, butter that's kind of ooh, you being ooh, By you butter knife. in defeat, huh? I wonder,
2: I wonder yeah, though. So,
1: I, no, so, so real wonder. quick, so no, 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 no. The, uh,
2: which causes more homicides? The, which so causes the, more homicides? To, to our oh, bottom right,
0: racist in a second. I see <laughs> super racist for no reason. No, well, I was about to ask which
2: causes more homicides. <laughs> that so are people the, playing handball or people
3: playing spades? Handball.
2: Space. Nah. I've never
3: gotten stabbed or shot at it playing space.
0: You, see, you Dre, you're going to have to fight. they bugging. I never. And people get a little discriminatory.
1: So for, for uh, the, the, the person on the bottom,
3: uh, our second place. Um, I call a fix. I think it's because the Bronx is bad and Browns a little bad. They conspired against me with these questions. That's what I think. That's what I'm 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 living by. So that. if you hear I the salt it, in his voice, I
0: think that's what happened.
3: See, look, look, listen, listen.
0: Sean <laughs> Collective will be flying.
1: <laughs> Panda, <laughs> so, I got, on the bottom I got right, cheese, we have Panda. BK Matt. Um uh, little salty over his loss, but um he'll get him back next year, maybe. But Matt is no good in, 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 in tournament style stuff anyway. He's getting thrashed in fantasy basketball. Wow.
3: Tournament. So we just want to. So, That's what we're doing. No Ed, the voice of the generation. That what I see what today is. I see what today is. It's something yeah. about March. That's what I'm okay. Yo, I beat the hell Martin out of Matt. March Madness.
1: <laughs> yeah. I beat. Well, I played Matt. Oh my God. I beat Matt like I ain't know him. First of
3: all, I was locked out. I was locked out of my my, my account. That's one. That's you two. say that. I have like four people that was injured on my team.
1: No excuse. Really? No excuse. Really? No excuse. Really. So we're wow. gonna.
3: um First of all, how's everybody's week? It was fine up until today.
0: <laughs> well, it's been a week.
1: That's all we can. That's all we can say. Jack's um, honey. <laughs> all right, all right. Cause that you'll be so spiteful of you, Pete. So, in 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 spite of that, Pete, let's jump into quick
0: hits.
1: Check. <laughs> Jack-
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another edition of the Your Sports Show presents quick hits this week sponsored by Jack Tunney.
3: Put myself on mute. That's what I'm doing. I'm gonna curse you out. That's what I'm gonna do. You better not.
2: <laughs> this week sponsored by Jack Tunney for WWF president. But uh let's start with a story that happened earlier in the week. The UFC kind of under the table quietly releasing two of its most famous heavyweights this week. As the UFC has released Alistair Alistair Overeem and Junior Dos Santos uh, from their roster, Alistair Overeem had two fights left, 40 years old. Many people remember him having fought Brock Lesnar during his time in the UFC. And Junior Dos Santos, former UFC heavyweight champion, had five fights left on his UFC contract. Both of them released this week from their UFC contract and are free to fight anywhere else. Moving on to basketball. Right before we got to the all-star break, somebody had to shake things up as the Detroit Pistons and forward Blake Griffin have come to a buyout agreement, making Blake Griffin now an unrestricted free agent and able to sign with any team he wants.
3: Shout out to Chuck Daly.
2: (laughs) Um, Apparently, the top four suitors for Blake Griffin's services are the Golden State Warriors, Miami Heat, Portland Trail Blazers, and the Brooklyn Nets. People uh, speaking on sources from Blake Griffin's camp state that the Nets are his number one choice, as they are the top team on his list for the for a run at the NBA championship. Please go to the Nets. Please, no, no, you take your bum
3: behind the Portland or something. No, please, we do not need, please. no, go to the Knicks or something. Please, you don't, you do not dare step off that four or five please, or three please. train. You, I'm do you. I'm you do not come over here to the Knicks. You do not come to Flatbush please, Avenue. Please, no,
0: um, please. no. I'm, he, I'm summonsing all my soul.
3: Oh, what? Oh. We don't need no Blake. He can't please. even jump. He can't jump. We don't need him. To, no, 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 no. We I want Andre Drummond. We don't the, want whoa, Blake whoa, whoa, Griffin. Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: Well, he'd be a good. No, let's stop. Hold on. Stop. 18 years not, ago, the next no. do not play defense that well. And Blake Griffin don't play that much great next, defense. But the thing is, I would take him as an addition off the bench.
3: For what? Your bench is depleted. And Blake Griffin adds on to it, how? If he's always injured, how is he helping us? I
0: just have, I just, you know, sometimes I just don't
3: understand. How?
0: I just don't get, like, the the thought process. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have somebody Mm -hmm. who's had the caliber, like, everybody thought White Howard was washed up until he went to the Lakers. And he helped, and he was really, let me tell you something. He was really instrumental in yeah. helping them in that final series against Miami.
3: I'm, I'm sorry. They, Correct me if I'm wrong. Has he always not been a good defender and rebounder, which is pretty much all he did for the Lakers? He's all, it's all, better than nothing. He, he, he did, did, did his the job. Powerhouse yeah, that's, did his that job. was his job. What is Blake Griffin going to do for the next? Exactly. He's not going to do nothing for the next. He's going to be injured. He's taking up space. Go sit down. Stop. We don't. I'm sorry, Penn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm afraid of her sandals. I'm not going to do nothing. Go ahead. You got it. My only thing before
1: I let you continue, my only thing is that, um, as much as we complain about the Nets' defense, their bench is still not the best. So Blake coming off the bench with, with a, uh, maybe a Joe Harris if Joe Harris doesn't yes! start. Um, with a Jeff, no, Jeff Green would be starting. Um, with a um, a Bruce Brown, with a Bruce Brown, with a Claxton, with a TLC, with a um, Shamit, that bench is a stronger bench. Now, in terms of defense, of course, I would want Drummond, but their pro their problem is it interior defense. They need to f- figure out how to play exterior defense. They need to play perimeter defense. So,
3: all right, correct me. If I, how right. how how reliable are you going to be relying on Blake Griffin for being off healthy?
1: the bench for being healthy? Off the bench, no. For being healthy. Well, his reasons for not being healthy is he played. He's logged so many minutes too.
0: He has. Okay, he's
1: logged more minutes than 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 most players. You know this, Matt. No, do this. All right, but my
3: here's my final. If he would have known, I did know that. that, I did know that. He would have won
0: won or been competitive in
3: trivia. But next quick hits continue. Wow. But my next question is: Dre,
2: (laughs) Pete, Tay. If you're choosing Andre Drummond or Blake Griffin, who are you choosing? Right now, I'm choosing the person who I don't have to trade for and is an unrestricted free agent. I'm not he, asking who, that he can get bought out. He can get bought out. But answer he could right now. But he could be. be with another team. But right? he could he, be. Listen, answer you a mean, question. You, answer I heard a question. your question and I'm answering the question. You, you a make, good a, good, you you make a good. You make you a good point. point. If I had to choose, if I had to choose who the better player, who would I rather want on my team? Yes, the answer is of course Andre Drummond. But the well, problem is. I can't have Andre Drummond on my team right now, and I can't have it possible to do that. And so, right now, if I need a body, right now, if I need somebody who could take fouls, right now, if I need somebody who can give me minutes, because right now, the only big man I have on my team is DeAndre Jordan, who's I mean, a million and five in. years old. I'm okay.
3: And Claxton, Who okay. Been listen, good? The only
2: Claxtons that I that I that I uh, he's
3: been playing uh, good. Don't I, do I that. Pete.
2: Is Speedy and Connor from wrestling. Okay, Speedy's
3: been Claxton, doing good. He's been, been, been
1: playing good. Don't do that. Don't but not Can't can't Claxton won't hold up in the playoffs, and
3: we won't
1: don't won't know win. that. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, know we do. You, you,
3: you, have, have you seen Joe? You won't even know that Blake Griffin is going to hold up. Have you seen Joe – it's the have same you Blake Griffin
0: gonna hold up? Blake Griffin I'm not, disrespectful to Griffin I'm not being disrespectful. That, that, being he's always he, hurt. That 2019 season, he put the Pistons on his back that season. Okay, so gave them his first and gave them their first playoff appearance in years. So at, if we're getting, if not we, because I don't care for the Nets, but if you're getting that version of Blake Griffin, you get what I'm saying, Blake Griffin. You have a better chance of running into the West in the playoffs and doing a better job to me. I also also want to bring this,
2: I want to bring this point to Matt, right? I'm listening. Do you, can, can Blake Griffin play the same role that was expected of a Dwight Howard in LA last year, come off the bench and play defense and get rebounds? Hold on. No. Can he play the same role of playing limited minutes, playing limited minutes, and and being productive in limited minutes off the bench.
3: What is like, his role, before, Pete? Or what even is his role. Yet. What is or, his role
2: right now? To I me, I better answer that question if you can answer that question. What okay. Is his role? To me, to me, his role is to spell, to spell, the minutes for DeAndre Jordan and Claxton so that they can rest and be on the bench, so they're not playing forty minutes a game. Okay. He fits into that system. If Blake Griffin can give me 15 to 20 system. minutes a game off the bench, okay, I don't need him to go out there and average 20 and 10. I don't need that.
1: And I think somebody- Blake would um, kind of he would spread the court out when when it, it's small ball when he plays small ball five because he, he shoots close to 30 something percent from the three point line, so that's I need, good I enough. Need
2: somebody I in the main of right yeah. out.
1: I don't trust it either, but. But right. no. but continue on Pete Quick Hits.
2: Moving to the NFL. Earlier, uh, late last year, you heard here uh, exclusively on Quick Hits about Von Miller apparently under investigation in Colorado for a crime that we did not understand. Some charges that we were not really uh, made public. Well, last night we received news that Von Miller, after an investigation by the Parker Parker County District Attorney and Police Department. Von Miller will not face criminal charges uh, after that investigation. He missed the 2020 NFL season due to an ankle injury suffered before the season began. And the Denver Broncos have said that they would like to have Von Miller back after the investigation has been cleared up. Now that that investigation has been cleared and Von Miller will not be facing any charges, we'll be interested to see if he does return. There is a team, I believe a team option on his contract for next season. Uh, the Washington Football Team, in a somewhat surprising move to many, uh, released quarterback Alex Smith this week. Released quarterback Alex Smith, who won not the surprising, who won- the- yeah, won the twenty twenty Comeback Player of the Year. Now, many people found it surprising simply because of his performance last season. But if you look at his contract, he was owed a lot of money on his contract, and it was a mutual release as uh, they do want to get younger at quarterback. And uh, he does want to continue to play, and he may not be in their plans moving forward. Um, so Washington releasing Alex Smith, I really hope that Alex Smith gets picked up by some team as a veteran, as a veteran back, backup quarterback. Likely that's where he would be on most teams. But Alex Smith still showing that he can play after that disastrous leg injury a couple of years ago. It's
3: a free agency for quarterbacks, huh? It's crazy.
2: And last but not least, big flowers. Big flowers to the NFL as earlier this week, the NFL announced the hiring, well, not so much the hiring, but the moving up of Maya Shaka, who will become the first ever black female full-time official for the NFL, first ever black female full-time referee in the NFL. Uh, the NFL constantly every year releasing um, releasing the list of who will be the full-time referees for the next season, and Maya Shaka, the first ever black female full-time referee. Uh, she'll join Sarah Thomas as the only black, uh, as the only female officials in the NFL. Uh, Sarah Thomas was, a, of course, an official during this past year's Super Bowl. So big congratulations to Maya Shaka and a very good look by the NFL finally hiring its first um well having uh I will say moving up its first full time black female official. Ladies and gentlemen, that have been quick hits for the for the first week of March two thousand and twenty one.
1: Good job, Pete. Good job, Pete. Um yeah, the Alex Smith stuff is, is a bit crazy and um uh, I think we talked amongst ourselves that um with someone like Alex Smith and I don't have no I have no problem with Alex Smith at all. Alex Smith basically uh a leg broken too, And he's had seasons where he's been constantly replaced. But someone as in uh Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job.
3: It serves a greater purpose. I don't even worry about the NFL coming happening no more.
2: To bring, you know, and really to bring that full circle, you think about most people when they talk about the most gruesome injury they've ever seen in the NFL, mm-hmm. most people flash back to Joe Theismann's injury. Mm-hmm. And Joe Theismann's injury was almost the same exact injury that Alex Smith had. And talking about how, how we've made medical advancements, to think that that injury effectively ended Joe Theismann's career uh, and Alex Smith able to come back. And play it in the NFL after that injury, now, uh, so many years later. Just imagine what could have happened and what players' careers could have been elongated had we had those medical advancements back in the day.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's get into today's topic starting right now. So today, today uh, is the first official week of March, meaning our first official week of Women's History Month. And we will start it out by giving a spotlight to somebody we have spoken about um, a lot on this show, and we specifically spoke about her two weeks ago. That is the one and only Miss Serena Williams. From my notes. Serena is a former number one um, she she was number one in the world. Number one ranked player in the world. She has won 23 Grand Slams, only um, one behind the all-time Margaret Court. She's also had um, 14 Grand Slam um, doubles wins with her sister Venus. Um, She's done countless She's done countless media appearances. She's um, signed to Gatorade, signed to Nike, signed to... Um, she's been huge, huge, huge in the Black Lives Matter. and um In the Black Lives Matter uh, movement. And... I, equality. Excuse me? Women's equality, e-
0: women's yes. equal pay?
1: Yes, women's equality, women's equal pay. Um, I believe Serena's probably, if not the highest paid... Um, Woman athlete of all time, almost, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody can check that. Uh, but just her contributions to the sport and her contributions as a woman, we just decided as uh, you know as a team that she should be highlighted um, for our first Women's History Month spotlight. Um, anybody have anything to say about Serena Williams that probably hasn't already been said?
0: Um, Serena is. To me, one of the greatest athlete, athletes, if not the greatest athlete I've seen in my lifetime. Um, I feel like she gets a lot of flack that she doesn't deserve, especially as a boss, as a, a phenomenal athlete, and as a role model. And I feel as if, you know, people, she gets the same treatment as often a lot of women and a lot of women of color get in the media that they don't deserve. So we should give her her flowers while we still can. Um and I think that she is a once in a lifetime type of athlete that we'll never really see again.
1: Most definitely, most definitely.
3: Uh Sorry. Serena is honestly we look at as like a like a, a hero to, to many of us. Why? Because of what she's accomplished in her career and her legacy is of that she's one of the best if not the best female athlete we've ever seen from all of the accomplishment all accomplishments that she's had whether it be singles or doubles with her sister or the mix that the mix um championships that she's won so i mean uh it goes without saying that serena is if not the best one of the goats she's definitely one of the goats in my in my opinion so Giving her her flowers. She deserves it. She's earned it. Um Just, you know, just giving all the respect to her for all that she's accomplished. And Pete.
2: Yeah, I, would, I would think, you know, definitely when you're talking about not only for women's tennis, but you talk about you talk about a sport that for a very, very long time was dominated by white female athletes, especially white European female athletes uh, and even white American. I mean, when you think about when I was Growing up watching tennis, I mean, you had Monica Seles, you had you had Martina Hingis, uh, and for a long time, you had you know Jennifer Capriati was like the golden girl of uh, for 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 young girls in tennis. But it really was like the you know the white, blonde-haired, sometimes brunette, fair-skinned, good-looking kind of girls. Um, and Serena, beautiful woman, you know, broke a lot of those barriers. Young black, strong, strong willed, she was not um, she spoke out when she needed to speak out. very strong minded woman um, out there. And so when you really talk about giving young black girls a, a icon to look at in a sport that was primarily dominated by white women um, was an incredible incredible thing for her to do. Uh, obviously one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of the open era. Um, Serena, Serena is so much more, um, than just a tennis player, but you know, when, when we do just look at it in the vein of her sport, one of the greatest, if not the greatest player, uh female player in her sport of all time.
1: Most definitely, most definitely. So as we get into, uh, let's get into some NFL, right? A question was, pull, uh, was brought up today by the Queen, and I definitely think this is a great, great, great question. Who has been the most – who has been the more disrespected at this moment in time during the NFL offseason? Um, is it Dak Prescott or is it Deshaun Watson? Queen, I'm going to start with you.
0: I think it's most definitely Dak Prescott. Um I believe that he's shown the Cowboys that he should have that franchise tag. I think he's proven that he is that franchise player for the organization. I believe that where they are as far as no championships, no playoffs, I don't think that that rests on Dak's shoulders. Um, I think that um, when it comes to Deshaun Watson, it's a little different for me. Um, While I do sympathize with the situation and I do hope that they can find a resolution You know what I'm saying? Like, when you sign contracts, you sign contracts, and you have to uphold that contract, I guess, unfortunately, until the team decides otherwise. You get what I'm saying? Like, once you sign that contract, you are – basically, your talents are owned by that team. And um, I believe that during this time, you know, Dak – I think they've been playing with Dak for a couple seasons now, and I don't think that's fair. Period.
1: Go ahead, Pete.
2: It definitely Dak Prescott. Um, simply because this isn't a one-year thing with Dak. This has been, what, three years now? This is the third year that we're going to be talking about, about
3: a franchise <laughs> right?
2: Um, You know, I agree with Tay. Everyone know, who knows me when I talk about sports, I believe in honoring a contract. Um, you know, especially in the NFL, I, I really hate those players who are like, I'm going to sign a five-year contract this year, but then after one season, I'm going to be like, oh, I want to restructure it because I think I outplayed my contract. For um, really? Like, get mad at your agents for that. Get mad you at know, your agents. You know, and and so I I can understand, for example, wanting to restructure a contract. But I, I get I get mad at these players who are always like, I've signed a five year contract. I played really, really, really good in year one. So now I want to restructure it to get more money. Um, but we knew we knew Dak about Dak's situation. Three years ago, we knew he was nearing the end of his contract. Um, and we knew that, you know, he wanted an extension. Um, and, and we knew that this was something that they could have been working on years ago. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott kind of forced the Cowboys hands because he was just like, I'm gonna go on vacation. And when y'all send me a contract, I'll come back. And he forced them to bring that contract down to him. And then he showed up. Um, And and I think that's what Dak has to do. He's going to have to kind of strong-arm the the Cowboys because Dak should have gotten an extension. Dak should have been a well-paid quarterback. I don't think Dak deserves to be paid elite quarterback money. I don't think Dak Prescott deserves to be one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league. Um, But I do believe that Dak Prescott deserves a high-level contract. Um, And we've been talking about whether or not Dak should be getting that contract for three years now. And then Dak had the unfortunate situation – of getting injured last season. And you know how the NFL is. They always are going to try to use injuries against you in re-signing you to a new contract. And I feel bad because I feel like Dak's going to get the short end of the stick on this.
3: Hmm, he's, actually, he,
2: he's actually in a great position for this. Well, here's the thing, because I feel like they're going to come out and say, well, we got to put insurances in this contract. We don't want to pay you as much because of this injury. How do we know you're going to be the same quarterback after this injury? Blah, 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 blah but there's going to be all of that conversation. This shouldn't be a conversation that we're having in 2021. Dak Prescott should be in the middle of a long-term contract that he should have signed two years ago.
3: Facts. I think the the, the biggest argument was whether it be four years or five years or something like that. Um, But yeah, the answer to the question without question is definitely Dak Prescott. But um, let's touch on Desha- the, um, Deshaun Watson for a little bit. Boyd just signed $160 million extension for four years you have a no trade clause in your contract so in any weather if they decide to get rid of you 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 get to choose where you want to go to so you're actually in great standings of your contract you're getting paid what 24 million per year if not 31 million per mil- per year so i mean it's no by no stretch of the imagination is he in a bad standing money wise i'm not necessarily sure what's going on behind the scenes in Houston for sure. Uh, so it's hard to like really answer that question because you go off of rumors, whether it be the coaching decision or uh, the 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 current climate as far as you know social justice. It could be something with that. It could be something you know racial and and entwined with what's going on in Houston for J.J. Watts to dip. So I'm not necessarily in full understanding of. on there I do Dak Prescott's situation where he's been jerked around for like the last three years and not getting paid what he's owed I'm not saying he's he's worth you know 160 or 506 million like like Patrick Mahomes is getting but let's not let's not stray away from what he means to that Cowboys franchise and what he's done for that Cowboys franchise would like whether or not you know they become contenders, they are contenders when he plays. They're just not great. <laughs> Let's just be honest; they're not great. So, do I feel like he's owed the the the, the, the what does he want? 30, 30 million per year? Is that what he wants? He
1: wants more than thirty. He wants closer to what um, Pat got, with and Pat got around forty five per Let's year. Let's be
3: clear; that's not but happening.
1: I, can, I don't that's think he happening. can get forty five. He can probably push for. That, um, the Cowboys
3: offered him thirty-five, and he said for, no for four years. Right? It's for three or four years, one of the two. I think it's three years, right? I don't think
2: he should get top quarter. I don't listen. I think if I'm looking at quarterbacks in the league, um, Pat, Russ, Aaron Rodgers. If Drew Brees is coming back, I put Drew Brees at at, at an at, an, at an, I think at, he's coming at, back.
3: I you know, heard he's coming back.
2: Um you know, but if you take out the veterans, if you take out Brady, take out Roethlisberger, take out Breeze, if I'm thinking of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, I'm thinking Mahomes, I'm thinking um, Aaron Rodgers, um, I'm thinking Russell Wilson, I'm thinking Lamar Jackson, uh, I'm thinking Josh Allen in Buffalo, you know, to me, I think, Dak somewhere falls around the middle of the pack, maybe about five to seven, six to eight, somewhere around there in terms of top ten quarterbacks. So I don't know if he deserves top level elite money, but he does deserve to be paid at a high level.
3: Well, if I'm not mistaken, Ben Roethlisberger is looking at thirty four per year, is he not?
2: Uh, he has. No. He's going to have to restructure that contract, no, and he
3: and he did. Yeah. He restructured it. Now it's um, it's it was
1: originally nineteen. 19- yeah. Go ahead.
0: Uh, go ahead. Sure.
1: Okay, it was originally nineteen mil this year. He dropped it to fourteen, and um, I think it saved him like fifteen mil up in the cap space. So, if I'm not
3: mistaken, what's the name is getting paid thirty one this the, the last year. So Pay I mean, Dak Prescott. They need to like he's been a model citizen. He, he doesn't get he... into no trouble or nothing like. I
0: hate when we like. Yeah. well, I don't know if he's worth this. I don't know if he's worth that. Let me tell you something. You, you know, put the right pieces. I feel like Dak Prescott has performed way more consistently than Ezekiel Elliott has. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. And that, ain't you know, going to be honest with you, stop playing with this man.
2: So Dak you know to go to Dallas.
3: That's Jerry Jones for you, boy. You know Dax,
2: about Dallas.
3: Dak's last contract.
2: Dak's last contract or Dak's current contract has him as the fifth highest-paid quarterback in the NFL at thirty-one point sure. four million. Okay. There are only four players getting paid more than him,
3: and they're mm-hmm. better than him.
2: Um, no, I would say I would say three of them, the top three, the three quarterbacks above him, do not Let get paid see. are not better than him. All right, Limo. Um, Dak Prescott, uh, Ryan Tannehill is next with thirty-seven and a half million. No, nah, no. Nope. Nah. Carson Wentz, thirty-nine point three eight million. Hell no! Nah. <laughs> Hell
3: no! Nah. That's Philly's mess up though. That ain't nothing on that. Philly is just. We're not gonna get into that. Go ahead, Pete.
2: Kirk Cousins at 40 million, straight guaranteed money.
3: Dak is in that boat right now.
2: And the then uh, and then Russell Wilson, 53 million. So here's the thing, right? The
1: the Cowboys are gonna end up paying close to 50 mil for Dak anyway. If they franchise tag him for the next two years, regardless, they franchise tag him this year. They're gonna give him 37 million for the 2021-22 20, season. I'm sorry, for the 2022 season, he'll be getting 50 mil if he gets franchise tagged. So they will be paying him more than what he's asking for. And he's only asking for 40. Right. And the, 40. and the
2: franchise tag is for one year.
3: One year. What is an
2: average of the top five, the top five salaries at that position.
3: Yeah, that's what I said. So he's in great position, but it, they they're looking at trying to get Russell Russell Wilson right now.
2: You know, but you know, if I'm giving him uh if I'm giving him a contract, right? Um, you know, Dak's still very young, still a very young kid. Um I I can understand wanting the flexibility of four, right? As the team, I can wa- obviously understand as a player wanting the security. security of five, right? Um, I don't think. Um, he's fifty a fifty million dollar a fifty million quarterback, uh $50 million a year quarterback. But I could see him getting a raise from 31 to to close to 40. You know, um, I think if you're going based off the quarterbacks that are here, you know, definitely he should be above Tannehill, Wentz, and Cousins. Um Because I think he plays at a level better than them. He just hasn't had a team around him. I think if you put Dak Prescott on the Titans, he probably is doing better than Tannehill's doing. If you put um, Prescott on, if you put if you put Prescott on the Vikings, I think he still has more weapons than he has on the Cowboys. So you know,
3: I think if he played on the Eagles, he'd actually do good,
2: possibly as
0: well.
3: They'll probably block for him. Yeah, that definitely. You know
0: what? I think see when Pete when you break it down by salaries and stuff like that. It makes me even more, like, irate about the Dak Prescott situation because at the end of the day, it the Cowboys franchise has been broken way before Dak was even a player. You get what I'm saying? So they can't blame their quarterback or what the tools are, they have on the field. are. You know, they can't blame their problems just on that. The Cowboys have, haven't won a championship in almost 30 years at this
3: point. But that stopped them from paying Tony Romo, though. Tony Romo didn't have these problems.
1: No, Tony Romo was in Jerry Jones' pocket.
3: Exactly, but what what is what is it about Dak Prescott that says you're not worth or we, we can't put our trust in you when he's been a model citizen for that for that franchise? He he even got like people like we literally looked at him weird during the Colin Kaepernick situation. Oh, that's I apologize. pretty much because he was doing what Jerry Jones was telling him to do.
2: I I do apologize. So that was. That's well uh, money remaining on the contracts. I apologize. So, looking at just salaries from last year, just this past season alone, Dak Prescott was actually the highest-paid quarterback in the league at thirty-one point four million. Russell Wilson got thirty-one million from his uh, in his contract last year. He has fifty-three million remaining on his contract combined. Uh, then Jared Goff at twenty-eight point eight. Jimmy G at twenty-six point six. Uh, Rivers got 25 million for his one season with the Colts. Brady got 25 million for his uh, season with the, the Bucks. Um, you know, and I believe Mahomes signed an extension that'll make him the highest-paid quarterback because I believe Mahomes was only on 5.4 million this past season.
1: He was on a rookie deal.
2: Yeah, and so he just resigned an extension uh, to extend his rookie deal. Like, um, so he is. but he did yeah. forever. You
0: gotta
1: take it, you gotta take a contract right now. What,
3: 506. Million. Boy, he there forever. If y'all
1: know, I'm sorry, I know we're talking about football. Did y'all know Undertaker is signed for like the next 13 years?
3: Yeah,
1: like I knew that.
3: Yeah, they tried to do the same thing with uh, with Sean. I think they did the same thing with Sean, actually.
1: Yeah, but um. I think the only other long-term contract I've really seen like that was KG's contract when he after his rookie deal, it, um, real long-term, like a, a seven-year deal. I think what's also what,
2: I think what's also messing up the NFL, and this is where the NFL gets a lot of flack, is that a lot of people don't realize um, that the NFL contracts are not guaranteed money. That's why what what Kirk Cousins did in Minnesota, where he got his deal was. I think about 85% of it if not if not no I think all of Kirk Cousins' money was guaranteed money. It was a high money deal with all guaranteed money but it was a short term contract I think it was. Um you know and so a lot of people be like you know oh they're making X amount of money but yeah but really it's not all guaranteed money if they cut you that's it you're done. The difference between that is with like an NBA contract if you sign a 5 year contract You're getting paid for five years. You're getting paid for five years. Right? That's why the NBA has to do a lot of buyouts. The NBA has to do a lot of buyouts.
1: They do. And and the league has, like, yeah, it's going to cost the league more money to keep buying out players than it is to actually pay them when they're supposed to be paid.
2: Every Mets fan will know what I'm talking about because Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid.
1: That's something you have to do. It be that that's, that's wow. not a Yankee thing, that's not know, <laughs> that's not, not
2: major, a, major, league, major league baseball. Major League Baseball does. Um, I'm forgetting the technical term for it, Tay. You might be able to help me out here. Uh, when they when they kind of uh, accrue that money over a long term, even when you're not there anymore, I forget the term the terminology for it. Interest, <laughs> no. So Bonilla Bonilla signed a contract, and so when he got released from the team. His con- his money, the money on his deal, got literally stretched out. So they're making payments every year until twenty thirty something, I think it is. So he'll get paid a lump sum until the remainder of his deal is, is paid out. MLB, so those that, that those numbers are guaranteed. Basketball, those numbers are guaranteed. Football, it is not.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. that's why
2: in football, you'll see guys who sign a $90 million contract, but look into this fine print, $23 million guaranteed. That, under, that other $67 million is non-guaranteed money.
1: True. True. That's how the NFL gets away with it. But uh, from the NFL, All-Star Weekend is this weekend, probably, usually my favorite weekend of the year uh, because of the dunk contest, but dunk contest looks pretty, pretty, pretty trash this year. So let's get into our participants in the All-Star Weekend. That's all happening on one night on March 7th. So the dunk contest will feature New York Knicks' very own rookie, Obi Toppin, Anthony Simmons from the Portland Trail Blazers, I believe um, a 30-year player. And Cassius Stanley of the Indiana Pacers, another rookie.
2: Who, who uh, in the Knicks pick?
1: <laughs> yes, who, who in the Knicks pick for sure.
2: Yeah.
1: Um I guess I, Obi Toppin reminds me more or less like um, Amari Stoudemire in terms of dunking-wise. So I don't really see him doing anything crazy. Uh, Anthony Simmons, I barely see him dunking games even though he can dunk. And Cassius Stanley is uh, the most interesting one there because he has he had a 44-inch vert with the ball during the combine, I believe a 64 without the ball. So, so um, who do you guys think is taking this one? I know it's pretty much a toss-up because none of us really pay attention to these guys. But,
3: Matt, who do you got? I'm riding with the next pick.
2: <laughs> I'm riding with the only person I know. Queen. When they said Arna Finney, I was like, "Wait, Penny coming back?
1: <laughs>
2: you mean Anfernee?
1: Yeah, that's how it's
3: spelled.
2: Yeah, it something like
3: that."
2: <laughs> I thought Penny Hardaway was coming back for a minute. I was like, "Wait a minute, I will watch this dunk contest if Penny Hardaway coming back."
1: So, who you got? We, are we all going with the next, <laughs> the next pick? here? Yeah. All right. The if, in fact, the uh, Obi Toppin wins this dunk contest, he would be the. Third Nick to win the dunk contest. When uh, did
2: Patrick, Ewing, Patrick Ewing's knees win a nomskid. Uh
1: what was his name? Kenny Skywalker. Um, uh, what's the name? What was the question? Um, who's the last Nick? Oh, hold on, let me
2: your question. Matt might mess up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you
1: no, know what? i got to take this. All right. So uh going on to the three-point contest.
3: Um, and, and light skinned Jesus, that's my pick.
1: Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Um, he won one, and the last one he participated in was in Charlotte, and where he lost his, that one. He right? lost that to Clay. He lost that to Clay. Jalen Brown, uh, first time All Star. Um, he's shooting 38% this year from the three point line, which is pretty good. Pretty good for, for him. Jason Tatum, also of. The Boston Celtics will be in the three-point contest. So 37% this year. Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls.
2: That boy got robbed of a dunk contest victory. I'm just saying.
1: Zach Levine got robbed? Yeah. Zach Levine. Not Aaron Gordon. Zach Levine?
2: Oh, sorry. No, Aaron Gordon got robbed. <laughs>
3: twice. You mix the last game, brothers, man.
2: Yeah.
3: Right. Um, who's shooting 43%
1: from the three-point line on eight, per- uh, eight attempts this year, and Donovan Mitchell, who's shooting 38% this year. And uh, the person I've missed out is Devin Booker, and that's because Devin Booker is now replaced for Mike Conley because Devin Booker is nursing an injury now and will not compete in the All-Star game, meaning that um, – the rules to to this when a player replaces an injured player, as Devin Booker did, Mike Conley, uh, well, the league uh, gets to choose who's the replacement. So, and um, Adam Silver decided to choose Mike Conley, as you know, Mike Conley has been one of the best point guards in the league um, for many years now. To, to never get a <laughs> trying to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> the chats go crazy. But um um, Mike Conley's been one of the um the best point guards to not get an all-star nod. And this will be his first all-star of years. First, no, ever. This will be his first all-star ever.
3: Now, I mean, and, like one of the best point guards to not make the all-star in
1: years. As well as replacing Devin Booker in the three-point contest, he will be replacing Devin Booker in the all-star game itself. So, with that being said. Who do you guys have winning this All Star game? This um, three point contest?
3: I just told you, light skin Jesus.
2: Yeah, unless unless they have <laughs> Curry, unless they have Steph Curry shooting with a weighted basketball from outside the arena, I don't understand how Steph Curry is not listen, and he could very well lose. But I think it's I think it's just it's it's not fair. At all. You put people up against Steph Curry like that, unless he's shooting. Are you putting a weighted vest on him with a weighted basketball, having him shoot on a on a court outside the arena? Nah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. as
3: Soon as they said, "Oh, Steph Curry's on." Right, yep. Yeah, well, there's nothing to see here. Uh, Steph Curry's is in. I think it, in, in, it would design. be more
2: surprising if Steph Curry were to lose.
3: That I wouldn't be surprised. Steph Curry won. I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm just saying, like it's just not fair. <laughs> like. I think I would have been a little bit like, you know what, maybe I could have picked if Damian Lillard was, was shooting with him. But, I like, I don't have much faith in Zach Levine beating them. I definitely don't have no faith in Donovan Mitchell beating them. Even though they've both been shooting pretty good. Donovan Mitchell's been looking, like,
2: godlike for, like, the last, you know. Now, just- what I would like to see is an all-time – Obviously, we can't see it due to age stuff and attrition. But I would love to see Steph Curry in an all-time three-point shooting contest against players like Reggie and 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 and, Tone, uh, and uh, other players that are really uh, – Ray Allen, uh, a lot of other players that are really uh, high-level three-point shooters. I'd love to see – Can I just
3: say something about Reggie Miller, though? I just think Reggie Miller is a clutch shooter. I never really would sit there and say, like, he's a better shooter than Steph Curry. Like, I just felt like pressure, like pressure cooker shots, definitely Reggie Miller is the, is the king. But, like, as far as, like, natural shooters, like, I'm going to put him up there with Ray Allen and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson.
2: Nah. I mean, Not listen, I, I put him out there. Listen, I I'd I I'd do a three-point contest with J.J. Redick, Kyle Corver, Ray Allen, Reggie, Clay, Curry, Steve Kerr. Um. Nah, still not touching Clay scared. Stacker
1: I'm more scared of Kyle Corver Hitting an open three than Reggie Miller
2: Facts You know, let's not forget Jason Capono
1: Yes uh, oh. Steve Novak
2: Discount double check B- B- And you know what, I would love B-J. to see You know, a lot of people forget You, know, I put Glenn Rice in there That was my man I would yeah. put Glenn, Glenn Rice in there. You I can't you play.
1: can't you can't mention any my um former Miami Heat players because Tay doesn't he, like that. Glenn Rice, played just, for the next. you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I ran by. I just found that clip. It was the same episode of the um, Jamaican Jealousy, and mm. Tay was going all for the Miami Heat. Oh, my.
2: I would I would put one my former Miami <laughs> Heat player in there, and that's Mike Miller.
1: Nah, I put Dan Marley in there.
2: Uh, wow. Mike Miller, I think, is great. And uh, as a, as kind of a sleeper three point guy, I'd put. And you could pick which one you want. You could put Hedo Turkoglu or Pages Stoyakovich. You pick whichever one you want. I
3: pick I pick Paige over over Turkoglu. Turkoglu yeah, yeah, is just a heartbeat. better all around player. In a heartbeat, I would choose but, Karolinko over 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 Turkoglu. Honestly, I wouldn't pick would.
1: Karolinko. I wouldn't. I would.
3: over Turkoglu. AK forty seven was that man.
1: Don't you know what. Yeah, you know he was a clamp guy, but he wasn't. Come on, Hito Turkoglu, Hito Turkoglu is what we wanted from, uh, uh, what's his name, from Lamar Odo.
2: Outside of being, outside of the fact that he can't shoot threes, uh, Joker is basically a better, a much better Karolinko. Except the fact that Joker is not a three-point shooter like Karolinko was.
1: Or a defender like move.
3: Karolinko was. Well,
2: Karolinko was great on the blocks and the steals, man. When it came Ter- to getting blocks and steals, Karolinko could put those numbers up. I yeah. feel like
3: Joker got like the worst one on one, in my life. One on
2: one. <laughs> one on one defensively. If you put Karolinko down in the paint, one on one defensively, Karolinko was gonna get smashed every time. But if you put him in the midst of a play and wanted Karolinko to make a defensive stop, like a block or a steal, Karolinko was a scary guy to see in the middle of a play. You know
3: how like we people say John Cena is like sloppy, but he's just really good as far as like, re- like having matches. I feel like that with Joker. Joker's just really, really good, but he's just like he looks out of shape all the time. <laughs> like just really, really bad. Like his footwork looks horrible. He looks but like the man is unstoppable. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it at all. It Boys is like... good. Joker
1: reminds me of one of those like fat kids, not myself, who um was really like was a dog in Bashable, but they were just fat.
2: Yeah. Like, you, know, you know who's like that too? Um, and and I was watching this. I forget what was that show. And one of y'all might remember the name of it. It was like that show. I think it was on TNT. It was hosted by Ernie, um, and it had like a bunch of the former NBA players, and they would just like talk about random topics.
1: Oh, oh, oh Open Court.
2: Okay, yeah. there was a there was an episode of Open Court, and I love I love this episode. I have it saved on my YouTube. Definitely. It's when they talked about it's when they talked about the players that gave them the toughest time. To defend. Yeah. And Shaq brought up one name that I'm sure nobody remembers. Shaq- oh, I
1: remember big country Reed. Big yeah. Country yeah, Reed. Reed.
2: <laughs> he's like, he's like, I play, we play them. And I look at the box score at the end of the game, Shaq tw- 25 points, big country 50. Like, like what would but you, you would never expect that out of somebody like a big country. Or even like you know, you would see players back in the late nineties, early two thousands that you're like, there's no way this guy should be playing in the NBA, and they'd be dropping points. One of my favorite players was um the center for uh the center for Portland. The center for and I'm forgetting his name now. His son plays for uh Indiana Sabonis, right now.
1: Sabonis, Adrita Sabonis.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, um Arr- Sabonis. Arvita, Arvita oh, Arvin's bonus was a monster.
3: I wasn't going to try.
2: our bonus was a monster for Portland, and you would have never expected it.
3: I would have. I don't think he's bad.
1: So, uh, moving on to the all-star game. T. LeBron versus Team Durant. That's what a slaughter. Know? We're going to start with Team Durant. Um, KD is not playing. Um his replacement, again, was uh, Devin Booker, and now Devin Booker's replacement <sighs> is Mike Connolly. <sighs>
3: A.K.A. two players that I got on my fantasy team that's hurt. So is
2: this that's Team Connolly now that a Team Durant?
1: Yeah, it's Team Connolly versus Team LeBron, basically. All right, so Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, and Jason Tatum are um, KD starters. For the reserves, Mike Conley, James Harden, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, New York Knicks, very own Julius Randle, uh, Nikolai Vucevic, Zion Williamson. Um, Yeah, that's it, because Devin Booker and AD are both injured. So, yeah. Right? Now to Team LeBron. The starters for Team LeBron, of course, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, Um, and Luka Doncic, right? Yikes, it's not even gonna be fair. (laughs) Off the bench, Jalen Brown, it's over. Playoff P, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, DeMonte Sabonis, Ben Simmons, and Chris Paul. It's over. Um, it's over. This sounds like a. This really, really sounds like a Florida witty. Without
3: Kevin, without Kevin Durant, they don't stand much of a chance. Like, don't get me wrong; they got a decent, they got a really good team. But come on, really? Like, just look at. Come on, LeBron didn't pull no punches with this team, and it's like the second year they did, the third year they let him get away with this.
2: But everybody pulls shade on Utah, though.
3: Let him get away with this? I'm talking about. I'm talking about guys
2: being stupid
3: and not knowing how to pick people and they're just picking their friends. What like, y'all not Curry? picking what, what,
1: smart. What, was, what, what was Steph Curry's excuse?
3: Look,
1: don't, don't do that to me. <laughs>
0: honest about something? <laughs> I do not like this format for the NBA All-Star Games. Why is that? No. I like the traditional format. Like, the top vote-getters of every conference kind of starts and then the bench is comprised of all the people who were not first ballot. I do not like this whole, oh, well, you know, LeBron and KD, this fantasy booking type of stuff is
3: aggravating. I don't like the picking, but I do like the game format, like how they did it last year. It was dope.
2: Where's a game and a game and a game?
3: Yeah. No, just, I don't like any of that. Throw it in the garbage. I, it seemed more competitive.
0: Throw right
2: it the garbage.
0: <laughs> I
3: just was saying
2: no
1: we're i do not, listen, we're I not do, throwing it in the garbage no we, we no, no i don't think
2: in the trash yeah i know like, and, and here's the thing like I'm, kind of the, I'm kind of in the middle of, of tay and, and mad on this right because i do agree with wait you tay. said kobe that's why they doing it like this i do i do agree with tay <laughs> that i don't like necessarily it hasn't it hasn't sold itself to me i'm not exactly a fan mm-hmm. of the new format i like the old east versus west kind of thing stuff like that but I do agree with Matt and and Dre in the fact that this did make the game last year more competitive, and I think that's been the problem we've seen over the years is that the the players just don't find the all-star game to be a competitive situation anymore, and we've seen that over the last couple of years. So, I mean, it was the best of the bad ideas, but I do think we need a better idea.
0: Go back to East versus West format just because that, this format is not going to make people play, care about the All-Star. People are upset about the
2: All-Star game anyway. Yeah. Now, I do like what Major League Baseball did, where the winning team gets home field advantage. Uh, their, their, or their conference gets home field advantage in the World Series. And you could probably do that in the NBA Finals, where if the West wins, the Western Conference team gets a home court advantage in the NBA Finals. So that could be something that that could be something yeah. that as well. But I would be
0: offended if I was like the 73 and 9 Golden State Warriors and the Eastern Conference all-star team won the damn all-star game and then I got to yeah, play I in oh, God, I got to <laughs> play <laughs> in dusty ass wherever stadium or, or Cleveland,
3: or, or. Where, they <laughs> Cleveland?
0: In Cleveland. <laughs> where
1: they lost Cleveland no, You got to play in Cleveland where they lost to I was
0: just using it as an example. I know. Yeah.
3: But you know yeah. for some
0: reason it drained the excitement for me this way. I used to love the All-Star Games. I used to love
3: know? All-Star Weekend. All is trash. I, I used to
1: love it when they used to wear their team jerseys during All-Star Games.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I think that, that was – I love that as well. I think, you know, there, there's been a lot of changes with that All-Star Game and the fact, like, I think it started to lose its luster once we started to see less and less star players wanting to be involved in the ancillary activities. When we had star players, yeah. right, yeah. play, that play, is it that, that is, is it. it that's when it really started to lose its luster cuz I'm like now the only thing I really care about is the All-Star I you know it is it, the All-Star game because I don't care about the dunk contest I don't care about the skills I used to watch those cuz you used to see the best players in the Love NBA the Honestly, and I only look
3: forward to the Celebrity All Star Game. Honestly, me there. too, Matt. Yeah, man, it's bad. It's
1: bad. Oh, you remember when Obama's uh, secretary, Boy, secretary? he, he went, to, went work. to work.
3: Boy, he went to work. And secretary I
2: remember my own. Ladies and gentlemen, Arnie Duncan, Secretary of Education. That's what he was. He was educating.
3: And Kevin Hart made it funny, like fun, like he made it entertaining. Don't get me wrong. I, I like the skills challenge. I like the skills challenge too. I think honestly this dunk champ this dunk contest would have been better if Zion participated in it.
1: It would have been a It probably would have been a lot it better. But
3: we <laughs> but it's something that everybody was looking forward to with him. Just like everybody was looking forward to it with LeBron. Like if LeBron would have did it, it probably would have added more excitement to it. The three point. Killed. LeBron killed my nerves. Yeah, like when Steph and Clay were going head to head in the three point comp, it was highlighted. Granted, Steph didn't go too far, but it still it was highlighted. It made everybody want to watch it. So, like, granted, everybody know OB is, is is a like his his hops is crazy. Just like the rest of them, their hops is crazy. It would have been a lot more intriguing if Zion took part of it. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I
2: think, and you know, you saw that when you see. Steph and Clay going, you know, head to head in that dunk contest. But then you see that player that nobody's really paying attention to coming up, mm-hmm. you know, in the three point contest. That's maybe a rotation player for another team, and all of a sudden they go and off seat yeah. one of these guys. It's like, oh, now that's that's what you want to see. You want to see the Jason Caponos come out of nowhere and beat yeah. a top level three point shooter, and you're like. Oh, that's what you want out of those competitions. You wouldn't yeah, know what would have drew me in this
3: this year. You would you know say what did you Tay? I'm sorry. Hold on. What do you think? Yeah, yeah.
1: You want to know what it would have drew, drew me in?
3: Mm-hmm. It would have drew me if I would have got a rematch of last year because I felt like um Aaron Gordon got robbed. Aaron Gordon got robbed Stick twice. Time. Yeah, robbed Stick twice. Yeah, twice. not.
1: If I'm Aaron Gordon, I'm not doing dunk. Yeah, like I, you not know I you wouldn't do you have
0: Won that first
3: time.
1: It would have drew me that first time. If he, he won, won, won the first time, time and if he won the first time and they got oh, robbed man. the second time, maybe. But robbed both times, like come on. No, he bro. was like, robbed
0: both times, for yeah.
1: sure. Nobody gonna tell me. Zach Levine did the same dunk twice. So did um, uh Derrick <laughs> yeah. Jones Jr. Yeah. So like no Levine did do the same dunk twice. I, not I just back wrote, to back, but he did the same dunk
3: twice. I gonna hold you Dwayne Wade and his purple Rain earrings. Is I'm not even
1: solely going to blame it on Dwayne Wade. I he am blaming blame on him.
3: Dwayne Wade. He
1: was you the only one that
3: gave it. Uh, I think no, he it eight.
1: no. But you know why? Because the dunk contest should have been over when when um, bro had five four straight fifties, right? Not nah, and I'm sorry. Not, not every dunk is a ten. They got
2: to yeah. stop. Not
1: every, every dunk is a ten. Got to stop. All of Eric. All dunks 50. were ten. All the – Gordon's dunks are 10s, but not yeah. everybody else's, bro. They got to really. stop
2: with this. They got to stop with this every dunk making people fall out their chairs because I'm sorry. I've seen dunk contests on the internet. I've seen dunk contests that are not, have no NBA players in them where some of these guys that are doing trick dunks are doing better dunks than you're seeing in a dunk contest.
1: That's what they need to do. They need to put the NBA players – two NBA players versus two of these street dunkers. Let's see who's really a, a real dunker.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, you put – you put, you put some of these street ball players, you put some of these trick dunkers, yo, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to see the NBA fixing that contest because they ain't going to want to see their dunkers get embarrassed.
1: Give me Jordan Kilgannon and uh, what's his name? Chris... Uh, the
2: white boy that be dunking.
1: Yeah, Kilgannon is the white boy I'm talking about. Kilgannon and... I, don't know uh, their
2: names. I just know that white boy be dunking. And, and, but dot, 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 dot.
0: Everybody thought that Jason Williams... White contest, is going to be this huge deal in the NBA.
1: Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I'm just talking about dunk contest-wise. He's going to scrape. He's going to scrape them. I'd
2: be interested. You know what I'd be really interested in seeing? (laughs) Uh, You know what I'd be really interested in seeing, too? Take some of these street ball teams and bring them in for the celebrity all-star game. They're not celebrities. But you can have celebrity. All right.
1: All right. We, we just gonna have to end it right there.
3: Disrespectful, boy. Oh man. You wrong, boy. You're wrong. Wow. You're wrong. wow. Wow. <laughs> you sure you want me to do smoke sex or do you, you, you want it? Because you seem like you got something on your chest. You seem like you got something on your chest.
1: Oh man! I'm not even gonna introduce it. I'm not even gonna introduce it. Let me mute my mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even know hey, how
3: hey, hey, to up hey, to that.
2: Hey, hey, Matt. Yo, hey, Matt. So what you said? What you said in the private chat? I want you to tell that to Woody Harrelson to his face.
3: Look, that's my favorite movie. i not you tell that,
2: that to Woody Harrelson to his face? Because not only, not only did that man jump in one movie, he jumped in two basketball movies. First
3: of all, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. It's hard work making something so bad look so good. I'm just throwing that out there. But, yes, the smoke. Ugh, Dre has put up the rules of the smoke section right now. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, we will have an exploding barbed wire death match, whatever the hell that means. Um, This is the rules. Three sides of the ring ropes will be wrapped in barbed wire. The contact with barbed wire triggers explosives on corresponding sides. There's triple hell, which means there's three zones on the floor wired to explosives. 30 minute countdown timer until all explosives in and around the ring detonate. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is really happening. It is 2021. We know the we know all the risk in exploding F M barbed wire. Whether we we, we know all the risk with concussions, the headshots, pile drivers, and all this get up that is supposed to protect our workers in AEW and all its glory and all of its smart marks gives us Kenny Omega versus John Moxley and a barbed wire explosive death match. Now, my gripe with all of this is why? Why? Why are we getting this? Why are we getting this? What, what, what is what is the necessary cause for all of this? So you mean to tell me these two couldn't just have a regular match or like a, like they, they already had like a, a crazy street fight match, wasn't it? Like what? what like it was a street fight match, wasn't it? What is the purpose of this? So we get in two extravagant matches where somebody could really legitimately get hurt, and or like in their career, which I highly doubt they would. It's probably it's probably worked, whatever. But it's still stupid. Let's be, let's be realistic. It's stupid, Pete. I know you probably like it, but it's stupid. It's I, dumb. It's I'm dumb. Not. It's <laughs> dumb. What is the point of all of this? So I'm not right gonna
2: sit here, and listen. I'm not going to say here and say that I like it. Um, uh I did I did like the throwback in the package that they did when they were hyping this up where you saw Atsushi Onita, uh deathmatch legend, uh in the video package when he was talking about what was Pete. going on. Onita Onita was introduced. Now listen, Pete. this is definitely a throwback. Pete. Okay, this is definitely a throwback to FMW. Pete. This is definitely a throwback to Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. Pete. But I don't think it's necessary.
3: Pete, in the words of our winner of the top five pick and the queen of this show, who who onita? I'm sorry. Onita. The only Onita I respect is Juanita. Let's get that straight. All right. We ain't we ain't getting into all that. that don't was do really that. Bad. Matt,
1: that was really bad. That's I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, I listen, really, really when, really when I don't care.
2: About, I don't when, care. You, when you talk about you know throwbacks to you know um mm-hmm. By the way, I'm
3: joking for all you smart monsters about to, like, get in my inbox.
2: Yeah, when but Yaku- when you talk about definitely, like, Japanese deathmatch match wrestling, when you talk about, you know, all of that, this is definitely a throwback to that time. Obviously, definitely a throwback to John Moxley's former independent career and, and kind of what, uh, what he was known for before he became, went to the WWE and stuff like that. Um, now... This is definitely a match in his wheelhouse and definitely a throwback match because we know how much Kenny Omega respects and loves the Japanese wrestling tradition and world. But again, I don't think it's necessary at all.
3: At all. At all. So we we we, we pretty much tuning in to see who's going to get blown up. Why? Why?
2: ECW did one, I think one of the... That was in fights. the 90s! I don't want to hear nothing about the 90s! It's 2021. We know all the risk. We
3: know all the risk with wrestling. Concussions and all. Blood. It's the coronavirus. It's literally a pandemic. Why are people blowing up? This is stupid. This is dumb. This is dumb. I don't care what nobody say. All you smart moms, this is stupid. I know all y'all going to tune in to watch this. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's dumb. I want to hear nothing about the 90s. I want to hear nothing about the 90s. I don't want to hear ECW not one more time <laughs> in 2021. Oh. Better enough, we got to see Tommy Dreamer and his little sumo wrestling haircut. I don't want to hear nothing about ECW. Shout out to line. Tommy Dreamer. We've been waiting so so many this weeks. This we
0: Somebody to smoke. Oh, right. I needed that. Oh, I freaking
3: hate not, I that are literally glorifying this. <laughs> this is dumb. Terry smoke is and fucking will disagree with you. Oh, my God. Terry Funk, really? That's what we're doing again. And, and we're not bringing up the '90s. It's 2021. I don't want to hear Cactus Jack. I don't want to hear nothing about ECW, New Japan Wrestling, All Pro
2: Wrestling, CCW. None of it. It's a pandemic. Why are we watching people blow up? You know, you, I, wanna- you know, it's funny. I'm without without saying without without completely. <laughs> Without completely <laughs> without completely saying um saying what was said, um just to reply, Tay, I honestly, I honestly believe this is being completely booked by Omega and Kenny. I, don't, I, honestly, I honestly would think to say I don't think Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Tony Khan and anybody it. else, I think this is completely being booked by Omega and and, and and John Moxley. Yeah, I think this is completely being booked by Please. them. And people are just okaying it, um, and you know, and, and so yeah.
3: It's Saturday, and Dave Meltzer is already voting this match of the year. This is the stupidest. I can't even curse. I, I'm about to, I'm about to walk away. This is getting me. I'm upset. This is. I'm aggravated right now. I oh, I hate. I hate stupid stuff. This is, like, yeah. And let's not forget. <laughs>
2: yeah. Let's not forget that tomorrow night. On AEW Revolution, or as 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 was called on commentary at AEW Evolution, right? Um, you know, AEW Revolution, they will be unveiling the new biggest Hall of Fame-worthy signing, okay? Um, and the rumors have been running rampant. And let's just go over with a bunch of things really quickly.
1: Someone says Scott Steiner. I swear to God, if it's Scott Steiner, I'm walking out of legends. I'm done. Before people, like,
2: for like, all the people on social media, for all the people who are sharing I the can't story, even who are I sharing the story that Brock Lesnar's merchandise is no longer on sale. Dre, you're going to you gonna have to edit
3: this, Dre. Right. You're going to have to edit this. You're
2: going to have to. For all of y'all, for all of y'all who have been sharing this story on social media, that oh my god, Brock Lesnar's merchandise is not being sold in the WWE store, it hasn't been sold you ready? on the
3: store you ready? for a while. You ready? You ready? That y'all said this crap about how y'all was gonna be different, but yet y'all still started. Oh, people, I don't want to hear this shit no more. Y'all keep talking about how y'all going to be different from WWE, but yet we are paying all these old players to freaking come and get some ratings. This is stupid. This is this is the biggest contradiction since Stephanie McMahon, Shane McMahon, and Vince McMahon was in the ring. So they're going to give up something new. This is dumb. I don't want to hear none of this
2: crap no more. Pete, stop glorifying this shit. This is stupid. I'm not. I'm not, listen, listen. it's not, it's not Brock Lesnar. For all of y'all, for all of y'all who are sitting here, for all of y'all who are sitting here saying it's Christian, okay? The man signed a contract, he's signed. He's not going AEW, okay? Um, Now... <laughs> I ain't Shane Taylor, I don't care.
3: Yo, I've been laughing for the past five minutes. Yo. This is bull. I don't want to hear nothing about no Hall of Fame. A Hall of Fame legend for what? Dre, I'm sorry, we are gonna have to mute it again. Mother for what? Why? 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 Why do we need another Hall of Fame person? Can we build up Orange
2: Cassidy and Jungle
3: Boy? Yes.
2: Why? 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 Now, just to get Matt even more upset. Just to get Matt even more upset. Hi, Big Show. I'm the no. Paul White. The hell? What the um, f- just to get Matt a little bit more upset. The the new rumor that has been running rampant since Twitter yesterday, yesterday morning on Twitter, yesterday, was it yesterday? no, this morning, I'm sorry, this morning on Twitter, Kurt Angle tweeted out a video wow, God, of man. him putting on his boots and him trying on his singlet and putting on the gold medal. And then there was a close-up of his face with his mouth guard in, and it faded to black, and it said to be continued. So now that is the big rumor on Twitterverse, that it might be Kurt Angle. Let me say something, guys. I have no idea what any of you guys are talking about. I do
0: not watch AEW in the slightest. So hearing this as secondhand information. You want to watch AEW
2: just, just order the so impact. So apparently, just to catch you up, Tay, as you know, as you know, Paul White, you know Paul White. That was the big news. Paul White signed with AEW. So he made his big debut uh, this past Wednesday, and he was being interviewed by Tony Schiavone on the stage. And he said to Tony, well, just because you're the big commentator doesn't mean that you get all the scoops. I got a scoop. That AEW at Revolution is going to be uh, debuting a Hall of Fame worthy talent that they're going to be signing live in the ring to a multi-year contract. Blah 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 blah. I yeah. get one more. So, God, it might be It yeah, Can I get one more? Right. And then he said, who? and then of and course everybody, mind? of course everybody's mind went to CM Punk, and he said, it's not who you think it is, right? So that's when you got all the crazy rumors going around. Uh, and there are apparently going to be two debuts this Sunday night because uh, apparently Tony Khan will be announcing who will be the sixth man in the face of the Revolution ladder match, which, okay, time out. Here's what I want. I got a little bit of smoke. Matt, can I Can I have a little bit of smoke, Matt? Just a little bit?
1: Pete, I swear to
3: God, if you curse too, I'm going no, to I'm not gonna
2: curse. I'm not going to curse. Matt, can I have just I'm a little bit curse. of smoke?
3: Go ahead. I'm out of it. I need another drink.
2: Okay. So tomorrow night, on AEW Revolution. There will be a six man ladder match, a five or six man ladder match. The face of the Revolution ladder match. Now, at the top of the ladder, at the top of the ladder will not be a championship. At the top of the ladder will not be a briefcase. The rumor is that at the top of the ladder, the winner of the match will have to grab a literal, brass ring. Okay, a literal brass ring. Let me say something. I am actually a fan of AEW. I am a fan both of the product and of the wrestlers. I have a lot of people that I have worked with in the world of wrestling over the last eight years that are signed to AEW contracts. And I wish them nothing but the best. I wish that company nothing but for the of the best. If nothing else, then I want my friends and my associates to have a place that they can succeed in.
3: You okay. assume Jacksonville
2: Jaguars was the Dallas Cowboys. But oh, money that he blowing. This is ridiculous. But my smoke goes to the people who are making some of these creative decisions. At first, it was funny to take shots at the WWE. At first, it was cute. Those little subtle jabs here and there. But it gets old and it got old quick because it seems like y'all just doing it every single week. It's funny when Tony Khan shows up on Impact and does those commercials and they're making funny jokes. Okay, that's funny. I actually find that to be cool, okay? And I thought the Cody Rhodes entrance with the sledgehammer and the fake throne was actually kind of funny and kind of cute and all that crap. But at this point, we have a ladder match where the winner of the ladder match has to grab a literal brass ring, just making fun and taking a shot at that age-old Vince McMahon comment that he wants wrestlers to grab the brass ring. It's, 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 it's gone. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I would rather you copy the money in the bank concept. I would rather you create a new championship and put it at the top of the ladder and copy the, 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 the title thing. I'd rather you copy someone and copy a concept and make it your own rather than your way of making it your own is taking a shot. At
3: the WWE, since we're taking shots, I would like to shout out, you know, Rusev for doing better things than he was in WWE. I'm being sarcastic.
1: Oh man! All right, uh, <laughs> All right, but yeah, just um, a few little things to 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 end it, end it off. Uh, Matt again, Amanda says you have a chancla waiting for you. I'm sorry. Um, just um, a smidge bit of boxing news. Clarissa Shields. Um, it's now two time. Uh, what was it? She's a two time, um, um, I believe undisputed champion, right? If I'm not mistaken, I'm upset. Um, and Canelo in the news of Boston, Canelo, boy, Canelo is a beast. Uh, Canelo won his fight last Somebody Saturday. Somebody
3: get that man yeah. the body bag. God, Yo. oh my god, you saw them <laughs> hits. Did you see them hits? Oh yeah. my
1: god, he gave up after the third round. He's like, I can't do this. And he, that's former- he didn't
3: give up his corner. Gave up.
1: No, that's his fault, form- and that's the <laughs> crazy thing. That's his former um spotting partner, sparring yeah. partner, too. And yeah, he's
3: spawning with his career right now. He's like, I don't think <laughs> I should do this, <laughs> All right?
1: But, but great show. Um, great two show, guys. definitely appreciate everybody who stood and watched for both. Um, shout out to the Network, of course. Um if you're watching live um legends bar tomorrow i'm sorry um,
3: black i'm sorry black because i know black gonna be mad that I, I went on that rant but it is what it is i gotta tell him what it
1: is <laughs> Le- <It's> legends, bar- <laughs> legends bar tomorrow um 6 p.m is on the, um, the call time mask and all the social distancing all that stuff everybody know, knows it, it's still
3: a pandemic so act like it um he, and if kurt angle walk out there and sign that contract i'm giving up it's over I, I will shut, I will shut. call my
2: I will call my I will there never watch on the There are two debuts tomorrow. One is this the person that Big Show teased and one is somebody that one is somebody who's going to be added to the ladder match. That's a mystery a mystery addition to the ladder match. So it's like what in the heck? And now you're doing this whole brass ring concept. Now you just got people thinking, oh, it's going to be another xWwe guy, which, listen, from a business standpoint, I've always understood a company signing xWwe talent to help with the name recognition. But at well, some Hall point, you Hall have to hire Famers? people that you know you're going to use effectively, not but, just hire to hire.
3: But, but Hall of Famers? We'll why, see. Why
2: would well, know, such a big well, spotlight? Well, we'll definitely see. Phil. You know what?
1: I want to see Matt's live reaction when, when this is – so Matt, I know you're gonna be at home. I did pop for Tully see. Blanchard
2: though. I popped for Tully Blanchard. I did too. But, did but too. as
1: soon as you too. Matt, please, as soon as you you, you see the person, and I just need a quick little right like like what you did. So so it exploded
3: for, death. What a
1: voice <laughs> <laughs> for the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. Jack Tunney. Oh, for the live <laughs> wire. Because, <laughs> <laughs> for the queen Queen Tay it is your boy Big Baby oh I'm sorry the queen the winner the undisputed head of the year sports show table Queen Tay it we is your boy you big Baby that. signing off peace